completing that trip. And one of, uh, we had several guides, but one of just our super guides on that trip was a man named Faraj Alati. Faraj is a Palestinian Christian. He lives in Bethlehem. He's about 60 years old, give or take, maybe a little more than that. Um, our scripture he's reading a this great morning. Great tour guide. Aggressive, sincere, helpful, chapter 11, outspoken, and a lot of fun. Uh, we were in Nazareth. Therefore, uh, we were coming to the end of our days the in the Holy Land. And the we, we went the to just Lord a wonderful restaurant for lunch. Manner, and Faraj took me upstairs to our own table. Uh, he would do this every so often because himself. he wanted to just kind of get with me to talk about the itinerary, what we were going to do on the tour that day and make some plans. So it was just the two of us. During the conversation, I mentioned to Farage that I wanted to have communion with the group uh, in the, somewhere in these last couple of days. And I, I wanted to find a good spot. Would he happen to know where that might happen? He thought about it. He said, I'll, I'll keep... He said, I'll keep we my eyes open and, 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 and I'll help you find a spot. He was just so helpful Lord, in that way. We are being disciplined. And then so he proceeded to tell me as we were eating, he said, you know, world. he said, I haven't taken communion now, in about 15 years. back to the book years. of Matthew, chapters And it might have been longer. I, I don't remember, but it was like a long time. And I was surprised to hear this and I asked him why. When evening came, Faraj is a, he's a Christian, Jesus was active in his church, he said, with the 12. he said he didn't feel while worthy. They were eating, he said, I tell you the truth. He didn't One specify, he didn't volunteer training. any particular thing, they were very and I didn't and dig, I didn't pry. After the other. He said Surely, he just didn't feel deserving of take the bread and the this cup the of, of the our Lord. Lord. Thanks and he was pretty God. strong and adamant about it, because we had a little discussion. Faraj is active at his church. It's Christmas Lutheran Church. It is in the heart of Bethlehem. Uh, he's been there for years, he and his wife and his family. I asked, you know, have you talked to your pastors about this? And he said, yeah, I have. And uh, it, they tried to tell him, you know, Faraj, come on. This is, this is grace. This is forgiveness. He's, it didn't matter to him. Nobody could convince him. I, I told Faraj, I said, you know, we are all in sinners in need of grace. And, and Two years ago, a group... Jesus. of uh, several people this. from this church this. Nope. went on a trip to the Holy Raj Land. That he Nancy and I had the privilege and the joy of leading that trip. The bread and the cup. And, one of and so when people in his church family had was a man named Faraj forward for the Lord's Supper. Faraj was a Palestinian Which is a Lutheran Christian. church. They do it every Sunday. Uh, I shouldn't say was. Faraj he still is. And he still does. And he's about 60 years old. It's happened for years. He is uh, aggressive, sincere, helpful, outspoken when Paul wrote, and a whole lot of fun. That to eat, uh, we the were bread in or Nazareth, the cup, in an unworthy manner, makes someone guilty of sinning against the body and blood of our Lord. The tour just took us to this wonderful restaurant. I mean, there's a lot of unworthiness in me. Faraj took me upstairs to a there are private table. Each of us have done. We're just he and I would eat together and talk. He did this uh, often. Might not uh, because that, that he we might to think, well, that disqualifies me, about me the itinerary, from, from about the, the bread and the cup. Plan for what was coming. Are we all unworthy? 
So during this conversation, I told Faraj, we're all wrong before God. Everybody. We all have blemishes. We all have failings. We all have broken parts. We can be far less than God wants us to be. And I'm looking for the right place. And Faraj said he would be looking to. And read that text. Pay careful attention to what Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians. He that he had he not, did not say the unworthy the should not come to this table. He didn't say years. that. And maybe it was Paul said we aren't to do the Lord's Supper in an unworthy manner. There's a difference. Faraj not to get into a language lesson. He didn't feel worthy. The word he uses is an adverb. He didn't specify, didn't volunteer anything in his Adjectives life that made him feel this way, and I didn't pry too much. Character. He just said he didn't feel Adverbs deserving of the highlight the way an action the is Lord, done. And, and he was pretty Paul was not speaking about how we are. He didn't say you are Faraj unworthy. Is an active he was speaking member to how we Christmas do this. Lutheran Church. He was writing for those who know uh, I asked if, if he, he was not writing to those who know their unworthiness and their need for forgiveness and long for that forgiveness. Paul was writing to those who were making a mockery of what should make us grateful, joyful, loving, and more committed to the Lord Jesus Christ. who were all sinners, we're all in need of God's grace. It should strengthen grace, our and, faith. And he forgives us. Everybody's unworthy. Nothing He's talking about doing this in an unworthy manner. Share the bread, little background on the church in Corinth that he's writing to. And so these when Corinthian people Christians. in his church family come up to uh, share as the in the Supper, first centuries, the first centuries of the Christian church, when Christians got together to do the Lord's Supper. Years and years. It wasn't like we do it today. It was usually in the context of a big meal, kind of a potluck dinner where everybody would eat. And then they would end by doing the Lord's Supper what does together. It mean, when Paul there were no church wrote, buildings, churches met in homes, and to the eat Corinthian the bread and drink were not sharing communion together, manner, but as you read the letter, they were dividing up, sinning against the body maybe into and blood different of the rooms. The wealthier and the more educated not only had a lot of unworthiness in me, the size of homes that could host the churches, but they also had the leisure. And um, said we thought and, and were able to get to these think, dinners Lord, and Lord's suppers first, and they were eating the best cup. food, and they were going ahead with aren't the Lord's supper. Aren't we all Lord's unworthy? Supper. And then the slaves. I mean, and aren't the we all sinful? And the aren't we all wrong before God? All have blemishes. All have broken parts. We are all far less than God wants us to be. In here, and that would be the slaves to go into this room. That there was some space over here. But note, bottom this, line, Paul it wasn't about say, unity. Look at it in First Corinthians. In our becoming text, Paul did not say the unworthy should not take. And this. people were copying an attitude. That's not what he says. It became about Paul said we aren't to do the Lord's class. Supper in an unworthy Some people were eating the bread and drinking manner. the cup without really That's a care different. for what it was. Not about. to get into a language lesson. It was a social event. It was not an encounter with the Lord. word he uses is an adverb. It's not an adjective. That was what Paul meant. Adjectives when he said describe a person's character in an unworthy Paul uses an manner. adverb because he's talking about the way an action is done. If we he's come carelessly about how we are, the desire to mark the resurrection, about the how death we and the resurrection do of our Lord Jesus Christ as essential for our lives, and we don't want to renew our commitment. He's we not writing about those who know their unworthiness, those who manner. long for forgiveness. So so Paul writes, Paul was writing to those to, who says, examine. Well, they were making a mockery of herself before coming meal to this table. When it should make us grateful. When we examine ourselves, and loving and joyful, we and look stronger inward. in faith and in the Lord. We look at our hearts, we look at our minds, our souls, and we ask ourselves, what background is the state on the of my heart as I come to the Lord? Corinthians. Um, uh, where do I need the very his first forgiveness? 
decades of Christianity, what is my attitude to the Lord, the Lord and others been like? Have I been living the life that God calls a large meal? It was kind of where a am I hot luck dinner followed by the Lord's Supper. That's how they would do it. In Second Corinthians, and there the were no church buildings. Churches met in homes. Examine yourselves and the Corinthian Christians were not sharing communion together, but they were dividing the up Jesus in different in kind you? of sects and in different rooms Unless, and of course you failed the wealthier and the more educated it's not about beating people. ourselves up self-examination had isn't about that the homes were large enough the to host churches of um, where larger meetings could take place but they also Taking had more leisure and more time and they were able to get to uh, those where we have first been? how do they we were stand eating with the best God. food they were going ahead we with the lord's supper uh, and then when the slaves and the workers and the poor and the less and wealthy we showed this, up, take often the food was gone, the cup, and uh, sometimes God the had Lord's Supper had been shared for him to die for us to receive his forgiveness. Bottom line, God it wasn't about unity for the Corinthians, it was becoming divisive him. and to give and our lives right and attitude and faithfulness. It became about social class and distinction. When Jesus did this with Some those disciples the bread and drinking in the cup room, for, without a care for what it was really about, he begins by saying, now one of you is going to betray me. encounter with the Lord. That. And um, I think Jesus that says was this what to Paul bring the disciples when he was speaking under conviction and move them to examine themselves or unworthily so that they're in a right place when they take the body and the blood of Christ. If and all the disciples ask themselves, after Jesus asked that, they, they asked desire to mark the death and the resurrection of Christ as essential for our lives. Uh, and that can and be we the don't renew that we our lives, our commitment to him. Each time we do this, we do this. Each of those apostles was manner. putting their lives in front of so Jesus. So Paul writes that a person really ought to examine. And the assumption when they is come, that the answer to, am I the one who will betray you, we examine Lord, ourselves, no, we're looking inward. That's what we do. We look but inward. asking this question fosters we humility. Ask. In those disciples, what is the state of my heart? So in us, so that we don't I stand come to the before the Lord, presuming that we deserve. Where do I um, need us to come here? Because Jesus made it possible with where, his blood, with his life. Where, with his where grace. am I with the Lord? What has one of the most important Christian writings attitude toward the, Bible, the Lord and others? Is have I been a document the life that God calls five me or to six pages called the didache? It means the teaching. In Second Corinthians, teaching. it goes back to the first century, Paul the earliest Christians, and it was probably the first kind of systematic manual to teach how to be a Christian. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus um, is it in gives you? instructions on Unless Christian belief and practice? Fails. And one of the things that Didache says this is not about this. beating ourselves up. And on the Lord's examination day, is just the spiritual act of honestly taking stock of what is in our hearts, first, where we have been, first, and how we stand with God. Your and we doing knowing that, that your God sacrifice may be pure. And let no man, let and no as person, we do this, have we take seriously what the bread and the cup mean. Join your God sent his one and only Son. To have him die Self-examination, bringing our often sorry lives God before did the Lord, is allowing Christians to have relationship with the Lord and to give our lives right back to Him in faithfulness and in love. Many people have applied Paul's warnings about doing this. And when Jesus first did this with all his the disciples in the upper room, He told them, "People uh, are made to feel that they should not do this um, if they have not and felt close to God." I think Jesus God said this to bring the disciples under, the or people have felt that they've been particularly disobedient to examine themselves to see if they were in the or right, or if they have not achieved a body and level of Christian maturity that had ever happened. And all the disciples asked themselves and Jesus. It says, "Is it I, Lord?" Is the person who doesn't desire grace? 
That can be the question we ask ourselves as we come to communion before God. Each of those apostles never was willing to put their, their lives in the front of Jesus of and see what was really inside themselves. Or who looks down on others. And the assumption to the answer, the, the assumption, Perfection is not the answer required. to the Jesus question, uh, knowing our need, the one who's going to betray you, desiring the assumption to live is, by the grace is, no, is. it's not you. Of course, it was Paul says if we judge ourselves, we don't come but under judgment. That question God doesn't judge those who examine themselves so that we don't come and to this table he, presuming we know we our own weakness. We seek to be table. faithful to God. We come here because like a Jesus has made it possible by his blood comes to terms with his or her own mistakes. One of the most important Christian writings after the Bible. On the last Bible, day of our time in the Holy Land, we visited Magdala. A few years later, one of the most important Christian writings recently was called in the, the past few decades. Didache. Um, Didache. It means place the teaching. And it goes back to the first century, the earliest years of Christianity. It was probably the first systematic manual to teach people how to be a Christian. And it gives instructions on Christian belief and on Christian practice. And one of the things that Didache says is, and on the Lord's right own day, right gather yourselves together and, um, and break bread we were, uh, and give They built thanks. a beautiful church at First Magdala, confessing um, but your transgression. Lots of people were incited your sacrifice and I just said, may be pure. Too many people around. And let no man, let no person having his dispute with celebrate this with Join your so assembly and started looking around. And I walked down to the water. I didn't know where I was going. And I found this spot right on the water. Someone had bringing a table built like a, before the Lord has been a part around it, like they had built it for people to come and share communion and worship. Do it. It was. You know, many people apply Paul's warnings about taking this in an unworthy manner. They apply it to the wrong situation. People are made to feel that they should not take this if they have not felt close to the Lord. We shared our experience. They have been particularly disobedient, or if they haven't achieved some kind of certain level of Christian maturity. But the only person who should not come, giving the bread and giving the cup, and as we were sharing that, I made eye contact with Farage, who doesn't know their need for grace. Who never thinks of changing their life for the sake and of the he, Lord, or who looks down upon others, or who is divisive. Perfection is not required. And if you Knowing think I'm our need, the story, and the because desire to live by grace, it ends wonderfully with Farage. Paul says, if we judge ourselves, we don't come under judgment. God doesn't judge those who examine themselves and know their own weakness and seek to be faithful to because God. When I just like him, a parent sure doesn't himself. need to deal with a child that comes to terms oh, with their mistakes on their own. I can't I judge him. I know Farage knows. On the last day of our time in the Holy Land, we visited Magdala, which is an, but I pray uh, that a know site that has been excavated Jesus. in the past Whatever few decades. Is. It was where Mary Magdalene came from. We went on to have a very meaningful time. right on the Sea of Galilee, right on the very scenic. Of the Galilee to end our this was our last day. stop. And I knew I wanted to end our time with communion. No. I was keeping my eyes open you still aren't for that worthy. right No, place. we I, aren't worthy. I had a, Farage a loaf got that of bread and a, and a chalice and, and a bottle of no wine one is worthy. and a backpack. No one is asked and, um, to be worthy. There's a beautiful church that they've recently built on this site. And there are lots the of people inside, and, and I just didn't meeting. sense it was private enough for us to share the Lord's Supper we're in the way that I was hoping. So I went outside, and I started walking around the grounds nothing of Magdala, and went down to the water, down to the my hands of Galilee, and only to the cross. I Lo and behold, there was a, t- a table that we had examine been built, ourselves like an and altar, and there were benches around it. 
like someone in this has just for people to have the Lord's Supper us and to grace and mercy. It was so let the sinful come and change their ways. And so I told Faraj, I said, let tell the guilty people to come and find me down forgiveness. There's a perfect place. We're going to have communion. And let those who desire the Lord And come. we gathered there and we shared our experience of those days and we uh, prayed. And as I began the Lord's Supper and to pass the bread and the cups to people, I made eye contact with Faraj, who was sitting on one of the back benches behind everybody. And he knew why I was looking As we at sing this song, um, How Deep the Father's Love for Us in Preparation for Communion, feel free to stand, to sit, to kneel, um, you wherever you are, story, coming before um, because God it this ends morning. wonderfully, you're going to be disappointed. Faraj taking the Lord's Supper for the first time in years. Because when I looked at him, he just shook his head like this. He was kind of sad. But I can't judge him. I know Farage knows whatever it is that keeps him from coming to a place of grace. And I pray. How deep the Father's love for us. How vast beyond all measure.
come to communion with a time of self-examination. There's a prayer I'd like us to join in, and then I'm just going to leave open time for each one of us to bring our hearts before the Lord, personal, private time with you and Christ. Um, and then we'll go into communion. Let's join in this prayer and let it lead us into a time of self-examination together. Oh, Lord, there is no hiding from you, for you know my heart. You know the places where I have wandered. You know my sin. I confess what I am in trust that you will bring me back and lovingly continue to mold me into the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. continue in prayer at this table Lord that tells us of your presence we also pray for Audrey Gant pray for Paulina McGill recovering from surgery for a kidney stone pray for V Cummings who will have surgery on his cleft palate the next few days for the family of Paul Wiedenbacher we thank you for Paul's faith and love and for you and how he lived it out in this place. 
Jane, even from a broken neck, to the family of that man killed in front of our church this week because of a, being hit by a car. Carol Sorensen and George and Dave and Laurel, we lift them all to you. Good and gracious God, come among us now through the Holy Spirit so that as we share the bread, we may share in the body of Christ and sharing in the cup, we may share in the blood of Jesus. We do not presume to come because we are worthy. We come because Jesus, the Lamb of God, is worthy. With these prayer requests in our lives, we come to you in his name, our living Lord. Amen. When Jesus was in that upper room with the disciples, he took bread and after blessing it, he broke it, he gave it to them and he said, this is my body. It's broken for you. Take and eat this in remembrance of me. Our Lord took a cup then and after giving thanks, he poured it out and he said, this cup is the new covenant for the forgiveness your sins, it's sealed in my blood. We know that Paul writes, as often as we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again. This morning we'll have communion by coming forward down the center aisle, just come row by row, and I'll be over here with uh, Jackie be a team, and then Debbie and Jim will be a team over here. We'll be handed a piece of bread and then just dip it in the cup, which is grape juice, eat it prayerfully, continue back to your seats around the side aisles, we'll continue to worship. If you need a gluten-free option, there's gluten-free bread and a dedicated cup up here on this side, so come to this side and let us, the servers, know so that we can uh, tell you and offer, as we did everybody, the body and blood of Christ. Servers, would you come? Musicians,
let's stand close, um, singing these words of praise together. countenance on you, give you peace. 